All right, we're here. We're back. The kids are in bed, and Ashley and I are in our bedroom, sitting here. Finally, some one-on-one time with you guys. Feels good. If you're a podcast listener and a vlog watcher, then you know we've been trying to do six vlogs a week. And in trying to do that, we have A, failed, and then B, failed at doing podcasts. So if you're a podcast listener, you are the first to know that we are done failing because we're done trying. <laughs> and <laughs> We're not giving up. We're just, we're we're just, just going to stop trying to do six vlogs a week. We've been trying so hard and every week we fail and every week we only do three or four. Seriously? So, for like so the we've last been doing the months. same thing. We've just been feeling worse about it and not getting nothing the has changed. Out. We've just been just our emotions. I think it's been we've we've been doing four. Yeah, which, which was more than three. Which is more than three. <laughs> it was not six. I don't know how people do. We did six the six first or week. or seven vlogs a week, like every single day vloggers. We tried, but then we wanted to get a divorce and <laughs> <laughs> just we had to stop. I think there, I mean, we strive for like a production quality that is really hard to maintain well, doing like six or seven a week. And like, if you're a vlogger who does six or seven a week, I think your stuff is great. I will say this, Dallin and I are not night owls. We are not. I am like a Snorlax after the hour of 6.30. <laughs> I stay awake till like eight or nine but i am not it's it nothing's happening after 8 30 and if it is it's reluctantly well and if it is it's eating food and then falling asleep <laughs> with food yeah <laughs> waking up with a dog on my face mm, and you. dallin does do stuff at night but then I'm just i don't know what he does super at night angry well last night for example actually roll the intro Okay, last night, for example, I... What the heck did I even do last night? I don't night? know. I oh, wake up and Dallin's like, have you seen this new series? I just <laughs> finished it. Also, I edited a wedding. Also... I answered every email that we've ever received. Yeah, so I did emails. I folded the mountain of laundry that was on our bed. Dallin, is so a clean much laundry person. while I watched a show on Hulu, and then <laughs> responded to some messages, did more emails, and then what did I do? I. He never tells me when he does this. I just wake up and he's next to me, and I. Assume... All these things just build up that that like need to be done but they're not like urgent enough to do until it's like becomes urgent and like crap i just gotta stay up till one in the morning and that was me last night i never know when it's like you shouldn't you need to tell me be like it's today's a late night for me ash yeah and i'll still fall asleep at a normal hour but when you don't wake up till 9 30 i'm not gonna be downstairs thinking you're some hey i woke up at seven this morning to george coming and slapping me (laughs) because i because i have already let you sleep in at that point like 40 minutes not let but like the kids have all woken up and like they want to see you but i think you went to bed at a normal time so i just let him in and let them jump on your face and then you sent him in well he he, when he wakes up and if it's not you who gets him out of bed he his first request is to go find you george loves me especially after we're scooter buddies now he loves scootering with me he's like dad where's your daddy's scooter i got my georgie scooter let's ride Let's go. I'm left out. So much fun. The scooter I want for me is $300 and I just don't want it. <laughs> Ashley wants like this luxury cruiser it's the, scooter. It's from the same brand as George's. That's all. 
Well, it is. It looks very nice. It's legit. It's like a longboard with a handle that makes it a scooter. I just want it, but I I don't want it that bad. But I don't want another one unless it's that one. So yeah, I'm not okay. going to be a part of this crowd. Before um, be, well, before we go any further, let's just say what this podcast is going to be well, about. Wait, vaguely. let's wrap that up real fast. Okay. So in conclusion, four minutes and nine seconds later, we are back to podcasting. Because we felt bad and we felt like more failures, but podcasting is something we want to do and we want to this be here for This is not like you. a, this isn't just a, a side thing. Hustle. Like, this isn't just a little, you know, like thing. Like thing. we want it to be a solid, like every Tuesday and Thursday, you can rely on the Dashleys except making for, a podcast. Except for this one, because it's coming out on Wednesday. Except for this one. <laughs> no, we want this to be something that you can like come back two to and just week. trust that there's going to be two podcasts for you every week to have and to listen to and hopefully we're like making you guys smile make you laugh make you think like inspire you somehow just w- the main goal Helping that we do you is out like on your drive. help you out yeah is just to like share what makes us happy you know what i'm saying and or what we're talking about what we're thinking about and just sharing our ideas with you and we really love doing this and we've been missing it when we miss a week so we're so back we're, so we're done trying to overachieve yeah and it's we're, hard we're just but we did try we did one try. week i think we got like five it was a good week Man, that was awesome of us, but but then so the next hard. week was like we were so grouchy and we, we did were not want to grou- film like, anything. I mean, it's just it it's we gave everything, all of our free time to that, and then like laundry's everywhere, kids are everywhere. Who it's knows just where hard the to dogs film are. everything. It is so. Anyways, uh, on to what we're doing today. We asked in the Dashley Club. We have this huge list that we keep looking back to, and we want to get through all of these because you guys gave us so many questions, so many good topics for the podcast. Today's comes from Samantha. This is a great question, and it's like kind of a multi-part question, so that's why we are choosing this one today. She says, "I would love to hear about how Ashley and Dallin handle having two kids, and doing what y'all do, and the advice to have a healthy, happy marriage." Then being a stay-at-home mom, tips and tricks on how to teach more scholastic things to my 15-month-old. From Dallin, maybe some tips on how I can help my husband connect with my daughter since he works crazy long hours and feels disconnected a lot and gets defensive when I try to fill him in. Well, that is all. Those are all things that we are highly familiar with. (laughs) Highly. So, So Samantha, first off, we feel you, and we're going to do our best to share our unqualified advice we're just but we do start have at the experience top. and we'll start at the top and work down yeah like Dell said this is just us it's not probably what a therapist would tell you or i don't know but this is just how we've handled these just our things. experience okay so the first one i would love to hear how ashley and dallin handle having two kids and doing what you do and just keeping your marriage healthy and happy i think first off and we've kind of learned this or maybe we're just lying to ourselves but i don't really think that there is such a thing as a marriage that is always healthy and happy i think maybe a healthy happy marriage is a marriage like where you're ready to die and you look back on your marriage and you feel warm feelings and happiness and you you made it like you stayed married and you love your spouse but that doesn't mean that throughout that happy, healthy marriage that lasted and survived that there weren't like crap whole days and just struggles and just times where you wondered if your spouse even loved you. Yeah. I just keep thinking back to what Bob and Kath said. There's, there's people who get divorced. 
There's people who stay married, but they're unhappy. And then there's people who work really hard at it. There's not a fourth level of people who found the perfect match for them who never have an argument. And if there is, it's like a white rhino. And if there is, it's yeah, rare. it's very, very rare. So that gave me a lot of comfort because so happy and healthy, I I think of. We've as changed like, our definition because we were as going working through. at it because that's kind of like how um what that's all God expects of us. God doesn't expect us to be perfect. He thinks he expects us to be perfect at trying. And I think Ashley and I so far have been pretty perfect at trying we're definitely not perfect but we're perfect at trying and and working at things and improving maybe it's slow but we are always talking and i'm i'm trying to continually improve myself and i know ashley is but that i mean like that sounds really beautiful and kind but in all honesty like we've never struggled like in our marriage how we have struggled this year and it's only may and like we haven't ever been, let's get divorced, but there have been times where I felt like we're at the beginning of that path. And I, and that's when we try and do everything we can to get off that path. That's what I meant. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I just don't want everyone to hear it and think we're just, we just keep trying and we're always smiling. And yeah, because I mean, like, I don't know, like even just last week I looked at you and said, like, I don't feel like we're happy. And it it's hard because in a day, you can, like the day before, you could have had a good day. And then that day was a bad day. But it just has after, felt like, like we've we... had more bad days than good days. And that's what was concerning to me. And then we talk about it and we say like what we can do to help each other and how we're going to change for the other person and like what we're working on and we support each other. Well, I mean, but, and, and that's, that's a conversation that's over. You're really good at making it sound more beautiful than it was. It was like a crap hole situation. Conversation. We were both really angry and sad. But it only took like, not that we're fixed and totally better, but I feel like we're back on a path of healing and progression instead of both of us feeling like we're drifting apart. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to jump off that path and back onto the other one. But we're trying to stay, we're trying to do what we can do to stay on that path. It's like driving down the freeway. You're, uh, you're not just, you don't just hold the steering wheel perfectly straight. You're, you're like turning it back and forth a little bit. Sometimes you, uh, sometimes you go a little farther off the road. You got to make a big correction back, but we are making those big corrections back like today some I felt bigger like, corrections i lately. felt like we were cruising today yeah. in a good way yeah which was good that's what we're trying to do we're trying to it's just hard like every it's just hard there's so little time and just things come up and we've been married for five years now so the things that we were ignoring or letting slide are things that are coming up now as big like stumbling blocks so we're And I think it's just felt really bumpy, like having a good day, having a bad day, having a good day, having a bad day. And it's been tiring, but I think, but it's encouraged us to read more books, try and have better habits, think about the other person and maybe bring things up that should have been brought up a long time ago so Mm -hmm. that we understand each other better. I know that everybody right now is wanting details or specifics because it's all last year was really hard for me. Um, I think I had a lot of postpartum issues and I got through them. Like I, 
like I was fine. And I, I think our issue was Dallin didn't, when I was asking for more time from Dallin and for him to like, just be okay. Throw basically I was asking him to like be my person and it was hard because he as a person had a lot of things he wanted to do like normal things like hang out with friends and I was just in a place where I didn't want to be alone more than I had to be and I don't and like hindsight Dallin is like gosh I wish I could have been more accepting of that but in the moment I think because I didn't really entirely know what was going on with me in the moment it just seemed like I was being selfish I also didn't understand just that's what how I'm saying like hindsight in postpartum depression again, you were I well I don't I wasn't I want everyone like I was not like unsafe for myself or my kids but I was just in a just a cloudy murky place I just and I'm also just this imperfect human who hasn't gone like, through this before for example I wish I could I just I wish I had more empathy for you also I just I just I mean, it's just two imperfect people trying to do right. this whole and marriage and kids thing. Right, and I'm not like throwing thing. shade on you. I'm just saying that was hard for me and that was hard for you. Like Dallin had resentment to me for like well, in my... basically imprisoning him. And I had resentment to Dallin for not just understanding and being okay with it. It's hard to know that it's only for a season when you don't know if it's only for a season. It feels like it's going to be that way forever until you're out of it. And you know that it was only for a season. Yeah, I probably was not very sensitive to Ashley's needs, especially because she was experiencing like. What was that? The heck was that? Something just made a noise. Probably we have so many toys and things up in our shower, in the other shower. I'm sure something just fell in the shower. That scared me. Yeah, noises going on over there. Again, I'm not throwing shade. Like I didn't even know how to express myself like the yeah. other day dallin had a wedding and, and he was gone all day it's something really big that i don't even but i didn't, I didn't tell you everything or I know how to handle kept, or deal with like, so i would probably just say super insensitive things like like I, you got this ash or you can, well because like, i wasn't telling like i would like yes the other day you had a wedding and i was like Dallin, I did great. Like you, like, do you want to take more weddings? Yesterday was great. I didn't sit down. I would, I didn't cry all day while you were gone. And he was like, you used to cry all day. Like, yeah, it just, I didn't share and Dallin didn't know. So he thought I was fine. And then when I would ask, when I wouldn't be okay with him going places cause I needed him, he wouldn't understand. Like, yeah, it was just the hardest year of our life for during James's first year of life. So this year has been a lot of this year is healing is and revealing and healing and talking and sharing real feelings that were not shared in full in the past. And um, I've been going through a lot of changes personally that have helped me improve as a person. Just I feel like you had postpartum too. <laughs> Probably, just in all honesty, just. I mean, when you have kids, you have to rewire your life. You have to reprogram things because it's a different chapter. You have to you have to turn the chapter on your old life. It's different. It's a beautiful thing. There are blessings in our life, but you um, you just have to rewire your expectations and and like mine and me and I just in my mind for too long I was seeing it as Ashley choosing between me or the kids, and um, instead of. Uh, what is the what does positive parenting say? She says deciding 
versus devoting or something. Deciding between us or versus us devoting our time to our kids together on the same team. It just felt a lot like Dallin was standing in one place metaphorically and the kids were in another place and they were both asking me to come to them. Just for too long, I just let Ashley take the lead and not, I just wish we could have all done it together. So now Ashley and I are working on getting more on the same page and being a team and doing this together and her not just telling me what to do because I just just because I'm kind of out of the loop. Not you know? because I'm a bee. So I see where but... Samantha's husband comes from because he's been gone at work all day or doing other things that he needs to do. And he comes home and Samantha has kind of been, you know, running things at the house. And then he comes home. Or she's at work. I don't, or, or we don't know if she's at work. We're assuming she's not at work. It just kind of sounded like she was at home while the husband's okay. at work. Because he works crazy long hours and feels disconnected a lot and gets So she's with the kids more. Yeah. So he comes home and... Um, the husband wants to, I mean, I would come home and I, I want to feel like I am helping and handling things. I would just feel and like just, Dallin but was we're just on home. two different pages all day. And, and I think you were I'm coming kind of home. coming into your realm really. Cause you've been running things in the house all day. And I just wanted to show up and kind of, and, and it, I don't know. It's just, it's a teamwork thing that really takes deep, it's hard. like a high level of communication that, that we just didn't have the, like the honest, skills. I don't like the things we've worked out. I think would be totally different if you were still at your job. Yeah. Like the, what's the word? Like the strategies or the. Everybody's has different situations. I'm still working in our office a lot during the day, but we still like, I take breaks and come help. It's just everybody in their own situation has to, you know, has a system that works for you and you, and it takes proactive, like conscious, let's sit down and plan this and talk how we're going to do this together. Because if you just, kind of run with it and see what happens it does not work like marriage with kids and keeping things running has taken such a deep high level of communication that i have never even experienced before and ashley and i are just starting to crack the code five years into it <laughs> it's just it's hard because dallin has different strengths and i have different strengths and when it comes to kids i feel like uh what would you say Ashley I'll has the strengths and I don't. And it's not that Dallin is... It's just like people, I just assumed that all of my parenting instincts would like kick in and I just do what I feel like I need to do. But you said something the other day, like people go to school for years to do their profession. But when like developing a, helping a human develop to be a high functioning, like confidence adult people just kind of wing it well and that's where i have an upper hand like and i did Ashley go to school did go to school for child development and studied books and i was more on the wing it side of things slash just do what i think is right or best that was another one of our big issues or follow how i was raised and obviously that's going to raise contentions because everybody was raised differently and you, we don't have we never had this conversation before kids because it wasn't really pertinent or relevant and then all of a sudden we have kids and boom all these things all these like scripts kind mm-hmm. of kick in that you didn't even realize that you had, but growing up, you everybody was raised a certain way, so you naturally think that that's how it should be done because that's all you know. Well, like for example, discipline and reacting to a child's quote unquote misbehavior. Um, it's just hard because when you were at work, I was running the ship. Like uh-huh. I had every like George knew how I reacted. George knew what the consequences were. Like. I had everything laid out in my own plan. And then Dallin would come home. I don't know why we never like, we talked about things, but it's hard when you're 
we reacting. didn't talk about things as much as we like have specific we we didn't we could have and i think it's because i just i don't know everything but like i know i've studied like cause like consequences and positive enforcement and like all that stuff like i spent a, like years studying that and then teaching that and implementing it and believing in it and then dylan would come home and i was have raised more of where the, if kids are having temper tantrums you shout at them or spank them or or just tell them to get over it grow up man up and um <laughs> yeah that's how i was raised but it just it was always just a fight ready to happen because i was there whenever Dallin would react in a way that I didn't think was the right way. Not that he ever did anything like that. I felt crossed the line, but it was just always Dallin hitting my wall of don't do that. That's not the right way. So obviously that sparked a lot of just this way. And I guess we could have had a happy conversation where, and it, and Ashley would just correct me in the moment when I am frustrated at with kids or whatever. And then naturally I do not accept correction very well when I am angry. And so that would just make me say, why do you always have to correct me? Like, and, and then we, then that makes us mad at each other. And it just went downhill so fast every single time instead of like, and that's every day <laughs> yeah. because kids and so are not, like, now kids aren't Ashley perfect. and I are finally like studying the same books together and developing, uh, and like getting on the same page of how we want to discipline our children. I think it just and turned what you discipline off means. raising children. And I just, for so long was just letting Ashley kind of go with whatever, however she wanted to do things and inside just kind of think thinking it should be lost. done a different way and now i'm being a more proactive like like on the same team pulling this wagon together like yoked two oxen yoked pulling a wagon you know what i'm saying yeah no it feels and, great like um, you're we're reading... just working on being on the same page when it comes to everything obviously ideally the couple is on the same page with everything but that's not going to happen but getting as close as we can well i feel like I think you just got discouraged because you didn't. Well, yeah. And then when I'm upset or angry, then you correcting me just didn't help one single thing. It's just something that I just feel like it's such an important thing, like how you react to a child's emotions. Oh, for sure. And so I wish that it wasn't we would just, something I wish I just that, wanted to talk about it. And I feel like it just discouraged you because it's really hard for you to just be so calm I'm working on it i know I've you're doing reading. great but i feel like you were in this place of like i know like i've studied like you're not supposed to do what i did to you with kindergartners because they become defensive and turned off and they build walls and like disengage yeah <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we would talk about positive parenting techniques and our goals and how we want to do things with our kids. And then you would like lose your cool a little bit and I would feel like you were going against the things we had talked about but then I would get in trouble for- I am hi- highly sensitive to noises and <laughs> I always have such been such an informative podcast so welcome to our marriage gosh. so freak like I have no I have had I, the hardest time with kids screaming at me and seriously I had no idea the guys I met Dallin at a youth camp it's just a struggle. Like it's a trigger for you. Crying is a trigger for you. And it just makes your mind like, it makes it just me go so causes crazy. You the greatest anxiety that I don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't, maybe. I don't understand though, how I can sit in a room of screaming children and be Zen. Me neither. Like, That's the greatest mystery to me. A room of 20 children. It is my, it is, I could not imagine a worse scenario than being a kindergarten teacher. I know and you that's why you wouldn't teacher. I would use I used to beg Dallin to come and like chill with me I hate after even hours being in elementary no schools. he wouldn't even come he would wait in the car while I did stuff and now I have two kids I want to make it clear when I say that I'm working on anger issues that I am not abusing Ashley or the kids Dallin anger right now is just getting into this grumpy selfish mood where I am easily frustrated or annoyed and just irritable and not fun to be around really when I could just be choosing my emotions and and making things better instead of just wishing that things were better for me, you know, trying to change the situation rather than feeling like I don't deserve this situation. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm working on, changing that mindset. And so this has been the biggest thing for me to have to not get angry when kids are crying and maybe not people like, are different. Not that he lashes out on the kids. No, it's I don't just, lash out. I don't spank our kids. Don't go, don't be thinking that. But just that, I just, just that I get so built up inside. I, I can't, I haven't, I'm, I am just working on not letting it instantly, not taking it personally and thinking that they're misbehaving, but seeing them as this wonderful little human that's developing. And that's all they know so far on how to get what they want. And they obviously want something. And seeing myself as a mentor and trainer and coach for this child rather than just wishing that they would be different than they are right now. So basically some like a realization that I had was instead of wishing for my kid to be different right now, like accept who they are right now and then help them through it so that they can be different tomorrow, like better tomorrow, but keep wishing that they're going to be different right now is just fruitless because they are who they are right now and they're not going to be anybody right now. But how you respond to them and help them through it will determine who they are tomorrow. And this is what I am trying to focus on. And um, It's hard because so much of discipline right now is modeling what you want them to, how you want them to react. Yeah. It's hard. So here's, I mean, like this is, this has been our main issue 
if we sound like we are being if we are well spoken during this it's because we've had this com- we had this conversation talking last about week. fighting about working on talking about again well the heart of the it was six months i'm kind of a sensitive person emotionally very sensitive i pick up on like vibes ashley, and feelings if i get the least bit upset or angry like ashley shuts down i just f- have been and i know this isn't how, what you've been trying to send off but I like when someone is angry at something or someone to me that translates into, I don't like you or I hate this. I hate this. I hate you. I don't. So. And that's how you grew up. And when I grew up, well, I getting angry was up. how we got things done. We got angry at somebody or something and fixed it and then moved on and boom, we still love each other. Well, Let's go eat dinner. The heart, like, of- And that's just a very different upbringing from yours. And so the heart of, I think there's been a lot of building resentment for me because it's felt like a lot of days. Not saying getting angry to get things done is the best way. It is one way to get things done, but it is definitely not the most effective way. And anger is rarely justified. You don't need to get angry. These are things I'm learning in my anger management book. Um, But (laughs) I've been translating Dallin's anger, like just like or anxiety or frustration like i know when he's feeling frustrated like i'm married to this guy and i know when he's like just wanting to find a quiet place which is not our house like it and i was translating that into like i don't like you and i don't like our kids or i don't like our family and i was never saying this to him it was just when he was frustrated at our situation i felt like he didn't like our situation so I was feeling a lot of pressure, my, like self-imposed to create perfect situations to like appease my, appease his my anger, frustration, which is, which I wish I would never put on you. Super, well, you did. I mean, like, that's just how I translated well, I just, I wish your struggle. I didn't realize that that's what I was putting on you. Right. This just, all came up last week, but that's what I like your struggle with just finding not that Dallin's not happy or a good dad like you guys see the vlogs like he is but the vlogs are not fake if if you're listening to this and wondering like who the heck are the people in the vlogs there's then just, it's just um there it, it's obviously like, vlogs are only capturing like happy moments. moments we don't whip out the camera when kids are screaming or when we're fighting or when like also, i'm having a meltdown like we, yeah let it let it be known that um it's not all or nothing like these are just all the various elements that make but up that's life. what's been coming up of late like just me being like <laughs> like you can't i don't know i just i was just like i can't do this for you anymore i can't try and like create this quiet place like i can't be afraid that our kids are gonna be crying too much because then you'll get like stressed out yeah so stressed out is probably a better word than like fuming or angry uh-huh just like he would be so stressed yeah and um like how i get when i am controlling four kindergarten classes at a field trip like down i'd get be gone to, by that point i know but like that's when <laughs> i get to the point you were at like but you were getting to that point it just felt like and it just translated to me i don't like you or i don't like our kids no yeah and it just kills me that you would think and you were assuming those like, things about me because i love you and i love our kids it's um just I don't know, I guess just 
I mean, how I was, how I learned to manage my emotions growing up. And I know that there's a better way. And this is what, so Ashley and I basically had a come to, well, come I just to was, life I told moment. You, I was like, and I realized all of the issues that my anger was causing and your assumptions from my anger. And basically just, we dug deep with each other and um, realized that I need to, it's well, I helped f- Ashley understand me better. Well, and it's stop my fault. I just hold so, so many things in for so long. Like I couldn't even speak when I was saying these things. It I felt learned like a lot I about was, myself too. Like I examined my past and what I learned about reacting to things. But it and, just felt like a boulder was rolling off of me. Like I couldn't even breathe hardly when I was telling you. And Ashley is feeling responsible for my happiness. And I'm feeling like I'm a total failure at making my family happy. And basically just I'm learning a lot about um, like happiness is your own responsibility and anger is not, is a choice and that I've just that's just how I've learned to manage my emotions and there's a much better way so I'm reading this book if anybody's interested well down looking it up let me just chuck this in again like and, um, he's a great anyways, husband we're just doing and a lot father like these are I don't know like we're just striving for amazing top tier marriage here and that was something that was getting in the way it's called anger management by ryan james also ashley learned about me and and hopefully some more context about what i like in the past like what my anger means it's more of a temporary thing just as how i learned in the past that i've seen things get done it's probably a low it's definitely not the best way to get things done but that's just how i was raised and I'm just more of a um, so hopefully you're not taking it as personally. Obviously, anger is bad and is not the best way to do things. And I'm working on responding well, like in a more like self-controlled, composed way. I can control me like I can comprehend. And that. I don't want our kids to I get just, a temper and learn that anger is how you handle. Things. Right. It's just hard to know if my, our kids are you or if our kids are me as far as how they interpret that. What, what do you mean? Like, we don't know. Like, George may just it may just roll off his back when we get angry at him or he like you i don't get i mean no just when i'm saying i don't want people to think that i'm lashing out and shouting at george no i'm not saying that i'm just saying it's that's the thing about kids like you don't know how they're receiving things like like my parents like they don't they didn't like i'm so different from my sisters like i was the sensitive one like uh, what i'm saying is i just i'm trying i just try and be as like not in like a coddling way, but like gentle and positive person with them just because, and I'm so guarded with how I react because I'm just, I just don't want something. I just, I probably stress about it too much. I just don't want to scar them in a way that I find out about in 20 years, Mm -hmm. something that just like deeply hurt them. Yeah. And I want our kids to grow up knowing that like they're in charge of their emotions and you don't have to just get angry at things. And that's not how you get things done. I mean, things will get done, but yeah, at what cost, you know? Like, right. Like everyone's entitled to emotions. Like it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay. Yeah. But ang- the, the best. Basic- it's just when it becomes like a habitual. Anger can control your life and you can get addicted to it because you do feel like righteous in the moment, like righteous indignation and it's empowering it's a little well but at like the lowest denominator like there's just like jesus rarely he never got angry one time he like threw over tables of money changers in the temple but even that was spoken as more of a rebuke than as an outburst of uncontrolled anger do you remember that one time we were fighting and you were like 
Jesus got angry, Ash. It's okay if I get frustrated with our kids. And I was like, Look, Jesus I was threw like, over tables. In the- <laughs> my response, well, you let me know when George is selling things in the temple and I will let you in first. Yeah. Um, basically, that was a stern correction, <laughs> not anger. Jesus handled his emotions perfectly. <laughs> not a good excuse for See, anger. hindsight, we can laugh at that fight. Yeah. So, um, anyways, is this podcast too deep? I don't know. This is fairly revealing. Kate, what was another point she wanted us to touch on? <laughs> I mean, how do you even wrap that whole thing up that we just unpackaged? We just have issues and everyone has issues. Everybody and has it's issues. hard for Hopefully everyone. Hopefully this gives you some insight into just looking at your marriage well, like, or your relationships or your future relationships from a different perspective, like just how different um, things are once you... Like, like we say, we say, I know I would never treat my best friend like this or like that, but you've never been married to your best friend and had stewardship over so many of the same things as your best friend. Like there literally is no other relationship like a marriage and you living together 24 seven, handling things together. It requires such a deep, deep level of communication and being on the same systems and processes together that do not happen by themselves. Right. Like my best friend was never... Like, here, I'll go to work and you stay home and take care of things. Or <laughs> like, let's let's join up our bank accounts. Or Yeah, just so many things that you, you never Like, even come to all before. my family holidays. Oh, and then Like, my best friend goes to her own family's holidays. <laughs> then let's give you two the responsibility of developing two humans or however many humans you create together and help them to be successful in life and teach them all of the tips that you don't even have yet. Right. Like there's, there's a little, there's another little thing to throw into the <laughs> you mix. figure out all the ways you <sighs> failed in your own development. Yeah. So Ashley and I are basically, basically wrap it all up. Um, we're, we're being real with each other. We are communicating on a deeper level than we've communicated before. And we are working on things together that obviously we wish we would have done started a long time ago, but there is a parable. The best time to plant a tree is a hundred years ago. And the second best time is today. Right We're planting trees today. So Some I guess, that we wish we planted you know, earlier, but the second best time to plant a tree is today. My sage advice, hindsight, is understand that your marriage, the expectation for your marriage is not perfect bliss and be comfortable in, in struggle because it's going to happen and don't freak out like strive for like uh what's the word cooperation and being on the same page but be comfortable in struggle and don't feel like a failure because of it yeah when when you have this first huge disagreement don't be like wait a minute did i marry the right person it's like welcome you you, you're you've come down from the high of like the the honeymoon phase and you're you're on the field now this is it this is real marriage well we or just like we'd never had like months of struggle that was our first time of being like this is an ending in a day that kind of thing and it wasn't necessarily a fight it was more of a feeling of just drifting or yeah. some things happen fast, some things happen slow. And um, I think I kept using a... the word disenchantment. That's not a fun feeling to feel for a long time. Uh, yeah. But maybe it's okay to feel that if your goal is to be I, better th- past it. I mean, the 
the book we're reading, Positive Parenting, I mean, this is the hardest thing in the world to do, but it says separate the person from the problem. And even though you have a disagreement, view that disagreement for what it is and still love the person. And even if you don't like how they're behaving right now, just like you do with your kids, you still love and give love and don't hold back love from the person. Well, I've thought about that Like see the problem as... Uh, like separate the person from the problem and don't let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. Quote from Thomas S. Monson. Um, and that is very hard. It is. Cause I've had, because it's so easy to associate the, the problem with the person. I've thought about that a lot. Like when George messes up or freaks out or does something just truly concerning. I I never want him to feel like I don't love him. So I say it like a million times around that moment. And like as I'm correcting him, I throw in, this is so hard right now, but I love you so much. And I'm going to be here with you through this whole thing. Like, I'm sorry you feel sad and mad, but I, gosh, I love being with you even if you are sad and mad. Like I say those things to him. And what if I said those things to you? Like, I never say that to you. I'm just like, that's unacceptable, Dylan. You can't act that way. I would be a totally different human if you started. If I like was just that. like, wow, Dallin, you're having a really hard time right now. That I love do- you so much, but you need to go to the gym. <laughs> I would be like, <laughs> like wow. I, I love you so much. And if you need me to be here with you during this hard time, I can hold your hand. Or if you need space, I can give you some space. But I'm going to come back and check on you to make sure you're getting happier. Like, that would be it. That would. <laughs> but I say that to George, and it's not even hard for me, but something with you or with adults i guess is we have a higher you just expectation get so comfortable being with a person you just start taking them for granted and i feel so bad but i think we just expect perfection yeah um it's just creating a feeling of we uh, uh, like a feeling of we-ness a spirit of we-ness you know what i'm saying <laughs> Say that like again. it's me and you a spirit of we-ness that's an anatomical we hyphen ness yeah yeah that's your elbow skin. Like it's us. It's us against the world. Like I got your back type thing. Like we, like even though we have disagreements, I mean, disagreements are good. Like, wouldn't it be kind of boring if we agreed on every single thing? I don't know. It just, it, like as long as they're, as long as you remember that you love each other. And even though this person sees some things differently than me, like I still have their back and I still love them. And we're going to talk about this and get on the same page on the big things. And like, work towards being on the same page as everything and whether or not we get there I still love this person like that is the hardest thing to do it's uh easy say do hard you know easy to say hard to do easy to say <laughs> says easy does hard is that's that's what oh. I was going for it says easy does hard With George I'm working on I follow this girl simply on purpose on Instagram and she has a little boy a little bit older than George and like she recommends like through the two-year-old and three-year-old stage like working on helping your little fella learn how to communicate his emotions so with George we're working on saying I'm having a hard time right now I'm still not good at that but no like that's something I'm working on for myself it's something I never say I just get quiet and angry I just yeah I just 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 sit there and fume and like wonder why life is sucking but Ashley finally today, for example, she was like, why don't you take a break and go to the gym? And I was like, oh, I would love that. And I just wish I could have recognized that need in myself earlier before just kind of grumbling under my breath. Like, oh, because like, I would love to, it's, the issues come when I don't know Dallin's angry or he doesn't know that I'm struggling. And then 
hours passed and pass and and it just gets worse and worse and worse and more and more frustrated but if we could just practice like even me being like i think i need a break right now like before i say or do anything that makes hurts my relationship with someone else mm-hmm. that's would be really good but that's what yeah. we're working on with george because he has a we're lot working on that of with emotions. ourselves and with george a lot of emotions yeah, George instantly goes from totally happy to extremely, extremely mad like and sad. Like atomic bomb status. It's like one or the other, 100%. There's there's no in between. The happy times are great. And the sad times <laughs> like are ginormous. A firework of joy. Uh-huh. He's so happy when he's, <laughs> he's happy. He's like, He oh, proclaims it. He sings, I this is so my happy. happy song. He's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. He's so happy. And then instantly, if something makes him sad, he's like, yeah, we've been so. working on not being afraid of those moments and coaching like him through catering it. to him because we fear his huge emotions. Working that's, on a lot of things. That's what we've been working on. Okay, Man, this is a deep podcast. Jeez, if you're still here, thanks for sticking with us. How do we like? Can we end this on like a lighter note? We could do the news stories that we didn't do at the beginning. Okay, I'll start. Well, The Bachelorette has started, and Hannah B has already kicked off one guy. If you don't know, Down and I are avid fans two years ago i was pregnant with george three years ago and i had no i didn't live by any of my friends anymore and i down was like what can i do to make you happy i want to give you a pregnant wish or something or i asked for a pregnant wish and i was just like i need someone to watch the bachelorette with me ever since that day we have been avid fans bachelor bachelorette bachelor in paradise dallin knows them all now and we are so excited that it has started. <laughs> and if you don't follow us on Instagram, you should because as, the soon, Dashleys. As, as soon as this is over, that's what we are watching. And we Instagram, Ashley makes the funniest Instagram stories about The Bachelor. Just her thoughts and reactions to things. I feel like I best. used to be funnier, but because no one watched them, <laughs> now I feel pressure. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. You got to just just be your true original self because it's hard anyways the last episode that we watched was the first episode and there are some episode is two tonight and everybody a lot of people a lot of you say what the heck it was last night we have hulu and it comes up the day after yeah we don't pay for satellite so sorry we buy things like scooters and go to get ice cream and stuff all that all that okay uh that was fun and that's happening my funny story is Nobody can agree on how many times to say chugga before choo-choo. This is a news article. <laughs> That's the title. Well, it's a, it's a <laughs> lighthearted cute. thing from humansoftumblr.com. So, so I say chugga. Well, just naturally, how would you say it? And how many times do you say chugga before choo-choo? Well, when we were downstairs, I went chugga, 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 choo-choo. Five? Chugga, 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 choo-choo. Four. Four chugga, chuggas. Chugga, 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 Okay. I was okay. Naturally, if I were to say, I would say chugga 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 chugga. No, you. Chugga 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 chugga. I'd probably do four too. Four. I also do two. Chugga 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 chugga. No, I never do two. Chugga 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 chugga. Maybe six, but it's not an odd number. It's going to be a two chuggas. Chugga chugga. It's going to be an even number, whatever it is. Yeah. Let's see what people have to say about it. Let's now that we have dive into this. <laughs> now that we've put in our two cents. Uh, so this was on Reddit, uh, subreddit, too afraid to ask. How many chuggas are you supposed to say before choo-choo? I've always said two, but now my kid is saying three. 
However, my kid's preschool teacher says one, and it pisses me off that there aren't enough chuggas for a chew. <laughs> How's the train supposed to go anywhere? <laughs> and then uh, it says, well, that immediately sparked a rather heated debate on the appropriate number of chuggas to say before a choo-choo. My rule is the same number of chuggas as we do for the Batman cartoon theme song. na 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 batman Chugga, 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 chugga. Choo-choo. I would agree with eight. That's what I've always done. Okay, so that's one of the top. That was pushed to the top eight. Chugga, 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 choo-choo. Chugga, 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 choo-choo. Okay, that person says eight. Okay, it continues. It wasn't long before... All of Reddit was chanting in their rooms trying to determine the answer. <laughs> oh, okay, this says OP, you currently hold the you currently hold the superpower of making hundreds of people chant chugga 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 choo choo while browsing Reddit. Well done, sir. Uh, um, no big deal. The correct answer is four chuggas. So that person said four. A lot of folks went with two, possibly inspired by the popular children's book by Kevin Lewis, Chugga Chugga Choo Choo. The number of chuggas and choo choos must be balanced too many chuggas and the train might be too pressurized but too many chews and the train wouldn't even leave the station duh that's how it ends so uh go to our facebook page or instagram <laughs> and let us know how many chuggas you say before choo choo because we're going to get to the bottom of this we think it's four maybe uh, six or chugga, eight chugga, 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 choo -choo. it's either four or eight <laughs> but not six and definitely not an odd number Definitely not three. Chugga 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 choo choo. Chugga 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 choo choo. <laughs> chugga, chugga chugga chugga, chugga, chugga. choo choo. <laughs> we'll be doing this all night. Okay, we got to go watch The Bachelor. Thanks for joining us, you guys. You're the best. Thank you to our supporters. And thank you to everyone for just liking, commenting, and sharing. It means the world. Helps really us helps out. Us really out. supports our work. And we love you so much. Have a good one.